0: Welcome to this verse-by-verse Bible teaching from Calvary Queen Creek in Arizona. We hope you're blessed by listening. Romans 10, 17 says, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. For more information, please visit calvaryqueencreek.org. Praise God, I am blessed. I am honored to be sharing the Word of God today. We have so much to be grateful for, amen? And this message that God placed on my heart I pray that our eyes are open, our hearts are open to receive from God, okay? Last year, 2021, was rough for many people. Uh, we did a lot of memorials, you know, a lot of, uh, of our friends and family members. Uh, praise God, they're with Christ now, you know, but it was, it was grieving, okay? Uh, I forget how many memorials we did. Uh, we've witnessed, guys, together as believers in Christ, Many things that that we still have have kind of brought over into the new year. The, today's message is beware of the deception. Okay, because you guys know there's a lot of deception out there, and I promise I, I won't get too political with this message. Okay, but I do need to remind us as as Peter does in this in our text today, Second Peter, you know, in that church at that time. They were facing persecution. And honestly, saints, let me tell you, we know nothing of persecution. Uh, Maybe some of you do. Some have families overseas. Uh, We support so many missionaries that that some of them, most of them are facing persecution. But for for us here in Queen Creek, we're kind of, you know, safe in this glass bubble, so to speak, of Christianity. And I don't say that, you know, uh, disrespectfully. But persecution, guys, is coming. I guarantee you that, you know, yesterday I was watching the news and some of you know that the synagogue was attacked and guys, it's coming. Okay. And it's going to come from all facets, but it's going to come especially from the government. Okay. And, and I pray again, guys, uh, where I'm not here to promote one side or the other. I'm I'm here to promote Jesus Christ. Okay. So, so as we get into our lesson, I really want you guys to understand what God is doing, what we are blessed to be doing as well. But let me cover a few announcements before I go on, okay? Um, check out your bulletins. And I know sometimes you come in, guys, especially if you're new, and there's no paper bulletins, okay? And, and please don't be discouraged. You go home, go online, calvaryqueencreek.org, and, and you'll see our, our, our calendar events there. Please go and check that out. We, we print out a few, but, we always seem to to come up short, so don't be discouraged, okay um, So many things going on um, for those of you that are new or you know here, uh, I plug get plugged in men's study, women's study here in our calendar in the in the in the, the bulletin here we have a children's ministry that, that that's taking place right now, uh, training here in the education building, women's Bible study uh, January eighteenth, the beyonders, uh, Friday the 21st. Uh, youth adults meeting the twenty first as well at pastor jim 's grief share that 's a ministry very important for for those that have lost loved ones, uh, family members uh, I, I pray that you would at least check it out okay and, and check out the information here a men 's bible study january twenty fifth uh, across the way in the in the youth building. Pastor Tony does a wonderful job teaching in that. Also, guys, there's a, a couple slides that I have. And, um, I don't see anybody over there, so. But there's a couple ministries, uh, that, that some events coming up. Uh, the, the positive blessings, okay, is a ministry that I've talked about several months ago. And, and this ministry is the ministry that teaches children or young adults to take care of their dogs, okay? And, and again, um, Georgia and and Mary will be in the foyer there um, to answer any questions. Please take a handout, something like this. If you know of someone that that will you know would love to do something like that, it's free. Okay, it's a minute. It's free. Okay, so they'll be in the foyer afterwards to answer any questions. Also, you'll see in the foyer straight ahead uh, a list of of items that the ambassadors of hope are are hoping that you would donate. Okay. These items are going to be used for this compassion queen Creek event on March 5th, coming up very soon. And if you've never been involved in something like that, compassion queen Creek, it is a one, uh, one day a year event that Christian churches in our area come together, Christian churches. And we provide dental medical, we provide haircuts, you know, um, a number of other things that we provide, uh, things that the community can take, food, clothing, the, the whole, the, the whole. Uh, if you can imagine a room about this size, tables everywhere and, and free gifts for those of the community that come in. OK, uh, please take one of these sheets that I have out there. Pray about it, and and if you ever, you know, decide to to participate and bring in these items, please bring bring them to my office, which is in the next building over, okay? And I'll take care of them from there. Praise God. Also, Mary and and, uh, Georgia, they're probably, uh, they're at the youth right now with the junior high, uh, sharing that that ministry they're doing, and afterwards they're going to go there. This is the information, the Compassion Queen Creek. There's the website there, guys, okay? Right now, registration is open for volunteers, If you've been part of that, you know what I'm saying. It is a blessing to be part of this amazing event. Amen? Well, praise the Lord. That's our announcements. Now, please come with me to the book of Jude. Okay? Chapter 1, verses 3 and 7. And and, and this text here, it, it really goes along with what we're going to talk about today, and that's the deception that's out there, okay? And I pray, I really pray, saints, that we're, we're awake for what's coming, okay? Because it's coming. And, and you know, and, and and there's only one chapter, so forgive me for that. It, it's funny. Um, Jude 3 and 7, okay? And he talks about here the danger of false teachers. He says, Dear friends, I had been eagerly planning to write to you about the salvation that we share But now I find that I must write about something else, urging you to defend the faith that God has entrusted once for all time to his holy people. I say this because some ungodly people have wormed their way into your churches, saying that God's marvelous grace allows us to live immoral lives. The condemnation of such people was recorded long ago for they, they have denied our only Master and Lord, Jesus Christ. So I want to remind you, though you already know these things, that Jesus first rescued the nation of Israel from Egypt, but later he destroyed those who did not remain faithful. And he continue, and I remind you of the angels who did not stay within the limits of the authority God gave them, but left the place where they belong. God has kept them securely chained in prisons of darkness, waiting for the great day of judgment. And don't forget Sodom and Gomorrah and their neighboring towns, which were filled with immorality of every kind of sexual perversion. Those cities were destroyed by fire and severe as warning of the eternal fire of God's judgment. Amen. Beware of the deception. Saints in the world... Filled with confusion, deception. Many people struggle to know what is true and what is false. I speak to many people throughout the course of the week and they come, some saturated with fear. And they're watching the news and the anxiety is overwhelming and I pray with them. I say, listen, our God is in control. And as we're going to learn today in our study, there's, there's things that, that, that Peter's going to point out that, that we, I pray we take notice of, because I can guarantee you this, many of us will fall, in, fall into these categories that I'm going to mention here, okay? And, and Peter mentions here four points in this short chapter. Number 1 destructive doctrines or or beware <clears throat> of the deceptions. <clears throat> we'll see that in verses 1 through 3. Now, number 2 the judgment to come. Verses 4 through 11. Number 3 abandoning the truth, abandoning the word of God. And number 4 guys, the return to darkness, verses 18 through 22. The return to a lifestyle of sin, okay, or darkness, okay. Now, something Pastor Jim said a few weeks ago, I want to repeat it because some in in the faith are having a hard time. Pastor Jim said, "It's going to get darker. It's going to get darker." You know, guys. My my prayer, saints, is that it does. What do you mean, Pastor? I said. I, I, I want it to get darker. Why? Why? Because maybe then the world will recognize the light. They appreciate the light. You know, when you turn off the lights, guys, let me tell you, it's dark. A little flicker of light really stands out. Well, let me tell you something. That's not a flicker of light, okay? That is light. And praise God. I pray, I pray. I pray as we'll see here and study. You know, I see a lot of similarities of of Peter's writing, especially in the second second uh, second epistle. Uh, you know, and guys, keep in mind of what's going on in, in in the day of his church persecution. But persecution came from the government. You know, the same same guy that executed Peter executed Paul. And it's interesting that even Nero blamed the the Christians on on the calamity that was going on. Are there similarities today? You know, I hear over and over, over and over by the leadership there's a there's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Let me tell you, it's gonna switch. There's a pandemic of the believers, Christians. It's coming. It's coming. Beware of the deception. Now, I'm here to tell you guys, if you, whether or not you've taken the jab, it's, that's your business. Okay? But I pray to God, I pray to God that you did it with faith, not in fear. Amen. I had a conversation with a brother the other day there at one of these stores, and he called me out of the, hey, pastor, and I, and I turned around, hey, brother, we had a good conversation. I go, hey, I haven't seen you in church in a while. What's going on? Oh no, no, we left. Oh, you did? What church are you going to? Oh, we didn't. We're not. Why not? Oh, we don't agree with the stance that the church is taking. Uh, what do you mean? That got my attention. I said, oh yeah, yeah, you, you guys are not adhering to the mandates, and you know, mm, are we not men of faith? I told them when when the things of the world the mandates, whatever you want to call them, come against the word of God. Where do we choose? Where do we pick? Man or God? So I said, you know what, brother? I understand. I understand. I respect your decision. I really do. But understand this. This decision that you've made, your children are watching because you've made this in fear. Oh, yeah, you want to protect them. and the- Again, I dig it. I understand. But when brothers, when, brothers and sisters, if we don't take a stand for faith now, when are we going to do it? When the mark of the beast is presented? Because it's coming. And for those of you, oh, you know what? I need my job. I dig it. I need to go buy and sell. I dig it. To a certain degree, I dig it. So when they do this and say, you're going to lose your job. If you don't do this, you're going to lose your job. What? Oh, then we're going to stand? Wow. Again, I don't want to get too political, okay? Let's begin, guys. Let's go to 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 12 through 21, just to get this overall picture of what Peter is saying here. Okay, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 12 says, for this reason, I will not be negligent to remind you always of these things, though you know and are established in the present truth. Yes, I think it is right, as long as I am in this tent to stir you up, reminding you by reminding you, knowing that surely I must put off this tent. Just as the Lord Jesus showed me, Christ showed me. Moreover, I will be careful to ensure that you always have a what? A reminder of these things after my decease, for we did not follow cunning devices, devised fables, when we made known to you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of His majesty, for he received from God the Father an honor and glory, honor and glory, in which when a such voice came to him from the excellent glory, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And we heard this voice, which came from heaven, we were with him on the holy mountain. And so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed, as what? As the light that shines in a dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Knowing this first that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. For prophecy never came by the will of man. But holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Guys, these two verses right here knock out every other religion in the world because their doctrine comes from man and ours comes from the very breath of God. Amen. Amen. Now let's continue, guys. Second Peter and we're going to go into our first point, destructive doctrines or deception. Beware of the deception. Second Peter two, now verses one through three. He says, "But there were also false prophets among the people, even as there there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who brought them, who bought them, and bring on themselves with destruction. And many will follow their destructive ways, because of whom the way of the truth will be blasphemed. By covetousness they will exploit you with deceptive words." For a long time their judgment has not been idle, and their destruction does not slumber. Amen. What we see in America, guys, and I'll stick to that, it's hard to know what's true, man. Wear one mask, two masks, three, can I hear three, can I hear four? Get one jab, two jab, can I hear three? Okay, I'm not mocking if you've got the jab, praise God. But ask yourself this, if number one and number two didn't work, what makes you think number three is? What makes you think number four is? Understand what's happening here. The deception has come in. You know, guys, and again, try not to make it too political. Because we talk to people every day. And you know what? Our desire is that they would read the Word of God, trust the Word of God, live by the Word of God. My goodness, guys. Are we not? Are we not believers in Jesus Christ? Are we not the light of the world? Are we not? But I see so many saturated in this fear, it breaks my heart. I pray, I pray that if you have to make that decision, guys, that you make it in faith, not in fear. I pray that with all my heart. You know, guys, pray for our nation. Pray for the leadership of our nation. Because from one day to the next, the narrative changes. The agenda stays the same. They're coming after us. I guarantee you that. You write it down. You know what, Pastor Al, you know, three months down the road, you're going to say, they're coming after us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Something else that that stands out, guys, for me, a painful reminder in these verses, is I want to really make it personal for us. Oh, sure, we'll recognize false teachings, false, you know, teachers, uh, false messages. We recognize those, many of us do. But how many of us, how many of us live a life as, as, as a bad example of what he's saying here? And I'll use myself as, as, as a painful reminder of my testimony. When I first came to Christ, man, for, for several months, I was on fire for Jesus. Send me to Africa. I want to be a missionary. You know, send me wherever. Send me. I want to go. Well, soon the spiritual high came down, right? All of a sudden, here's temptation knocking at the door. For you young ones in here, temptation's knocking at you. Some of you older ones too. Just because we get up in age doesn't mean temptation goes away, right? <laughs> and guys, I fell for it. I fell for it. I, I fell for it to the point where, where my lifestyle was, was a poor example, if I could say it that way. Of what a true believer should look like. It was not only affecting me. It was affecting my children. My grandchildren. My question to you. Grandparents. Parents. What kind of example are you setting? Oh it's easy to be a Christian. When you come into this church right? Hey you know. Let me put on my Christian mask. Hi. God bless you. But it's funny, how huh? When you're driving home, that mask kind of flies out the window. You're growling at each other, right? Guys, our kids are watching this stuff. Come on, we're real. We're, you know. But if you're hanging out at the nearest bar, you're drinking, you're bringing now, now you're bringing cases of this stuff home, what are your children thinking? Oh, they come to church and praise God, praise God. praise. Oh, yeah, I from sin, brother. Yeah. Oh, praise the Lord. That was me. That was me. And these reminders of Peter here hurt. But there's also a reminder of his grace. Son, I had to be broken, guys. And some of you listening, maybe, maybe you have to be broken. Maybe you got to come to that point. Let me tell you, God loves you. He'll let you do what you want to do, though. But His plan for your life is to, to live a godly life. Amen? Whew, praise the Lord. Now let's go to number two, the judgment to come. In 2 Peter 2, 4 and 11, For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment and did not spare the ancient world, but saved Noah, one of eight people, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood on the world of the ungodly. And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned, condemned them to destruction. What's he say? Making them an example to those who afterward would live ungodly. And delivered righteous Lot, who was oppressed by the filthy conduct of the world. For the For that righteous man dwelling among them, tormented his righteous soul day to day, from day to day, by seeing and hearing their lawless deeds. Now guys, I have an issue with Lot. That's my issue, okay? If God calls them righteous, praise the Lord. Okay, you know, that's just the Lord, I'm just saying. Uh, (laughs) Then the Lord, then the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations and reserve the unjust under punishment for the day of judgment. And especially those who walk according to the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise authority. They are presumptuous, self-willed. They are not afraid to speak of uh, evil of, of dignitaries, whereas angels who are greater in power and might do not bring a reviling accusation against them before the Lord. God knows how to deliver us out of temptation. Every person that, that comes through and meant and I mentor this person. Oh, I, I'm going through this temptation. Okay, what's the plan of action here? What plan do you have for what <laughs> for this temptation? All of us here have thoughts of temptation. No, don't kid yourself. But what do we do when it's right there? Do we entertain it to where it takes us here now? Now we're in sin. What plan do you have? And that's where we teach them through discipleship, through the word of God. Stop it, arrest it right there and apply the word of God to it. Because if not, let me tell you, it's going to carry you to where now you're fantasizing and you're doing ungodly things. Like you says, God knows how to deliver, the, to deliver the, the godly out of temptations. Oh, is it wishful thinking, Lord? No. Oh, what is it? Is it reading a self-help book? No, it's reading my word and applying the scriptures when every time these thoughts come into your mind. You guys turn with me to 2 Chronicles, a very well-known scripture here. Seven fourteen through 16, okay? We know uh, seven fourteen, but we're going to really look at the other two as well, okay? 2 Chronicles 7, 14 through 16. He begins, he says, if my people who are called by my name, let me ask you guys something, is the world... Is the unsaved called by his name? No. I hear people, oh, we're all children of God. Well, well let, me, let, me, let me stop you there. We're all creation of God, but we are not all children of God. Children of God is those who have received Jesus Christ. And this is where he's saying, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. And what? And turn from their wicked ways? You mean a Christian can have wicked ways? (laughs) Don't kid yourself. And then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Now 15 years says, now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer made in this place. Granted, guys, he's talking about a sanctuary or a temple. But I want to personalize it if I may. Now, where is, or should I say, who is the temple of the Holy Spirit? We are, right? Keep that in mind when I read this, read these verses. Now, my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer made in this place. For now I have chosen and sanctified this house, that my name may be there forever, and my eyes and my heart will be there perpetually is God in your heart? Yeah. He should be. Right? Mm-hmm. I think so. <laughs> Are you saved, brother? I think so. I know so. Okay? Because if you have any doubt of your salvation, let me tell you, Satan's gonna use it. And he's going to use it and he's going to cause so much confusion in your in your life that woo. Now, do we think God takes seriously the, for one to mislead another? Does God take seriously, save my brother Joe here, was living a lifestyle that was not pleasing to God, not according to the word of God. You know what? There are many people watching him. There are many people following him. And if he is, is giving a bad example, a wrong, an evil example, you think God takes that serious? Absolutely. Absolutely. Turn with me to Matthew 18. And we hear from Christ himself with this stern warning, right? Matthew eighteen six and 7 says, But whoever causes one of these little ones who believes in me to sin, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Then he says, Woe to the world because of offenses. For offenses must come But woe to that man by whom the offense comes. Every one of you believers in this room are an example of a born again believer in Jesus Christ. You should be. And people where you work, where you go to school, wherever, people are watching you. And if you go to work and you know what, six months later, some guy comes to you and says, Wow, I didn't know you were a Christian. Shame on you. It's easy, guys. In here are these four walls. Praise the Lord. But there's our mission field out there. Whew. That's where they need to see the true light. Guys, are you living a lifestyle that will lead others closer to a relationship with Jesus Christ? Or is it a lifestyle that is leading them further away? Now, let's continue number three, abandoning the truth, abandoning the word of God. Here's where I really want to take notice, guys, because when we face a challenge, we face a trial. 2021, let me tell you what I saw the most. I saw people in these chairs that I thought were believers in Jesus Christ. And they're no longer here. They've abandoned the word of God. They've bought into this deception. They've bought into this lie. So much so that what? It plucked them out of the faith. And if you're here, guys, let me tell you. If you're here and you're in that condition, God loves you. But let me tell you something, if you're not reading this, you're not connected to God. I don't care what Christian fiction channel you're watching, I don't care. Oh, he gave a good sermon, oh praise the Lord. Oh, that was a great motivational speaker there, yeah praise. I tell you what, you open the Word of God, and you allow God to speak to you? Oh, Lord, that hurt. Yeah, it's meant to hurt, but I love you. Amen. Amen. Second Peter two, twelve through seventeen. But these like natural beasts, brute beasts made to, to be caught and destroyed, speak evil of the things they do not understand, and will utterly perish in their own corruption, and will receive the wages of unrighteousness as those who count it pleasure to carouse in the daytime. They are spots and blemishes carousing in their own deceptions while they feast with you having eyes full of adultery and that cannot cease from sin, enticing unstable souls. They have a heart trained in covetous practices and are, are cursed children. They have forsaken the right way and gone astray, following the way of Balaam and the son of Beor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. But he was rebuked for his iniquity. A dumb donkey speaking with a man's voice restrained the madness of the prophet. These are wells without water, clouds carried by a tempest, for whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. For those of you watching, have you abandoned the word of God? Because that is a very dangerous place to be. I was there. I was there. Oh, sure, I wanted to be saved. I'm a believer. I'm a Christian. But I abandoned the Word of God. And only by His grace. Only by His grace. You know, guys, let me tell you. I knew judgment. I knew I deserved it. I knew it. But you know what drove me back? You know what captured my heart? Was His love. Man, everywhere I went, everywhere I went, I love you, son. I love you. I've called you. I've called you. I love you. And man, I had to be broken. And when I was broken, He said, Now, get up and let's get to work. But you know what? Only God can take the mess of your past and use that for his glory. I see these young kids with tats and everything, and they're trying to cut. Co- Don't cover that. Use that. Because you know what? Someone else may come into your presence filled with tats, and he sees everybody clean, and he goes, ah. Oh, oh. But when he sees someone else, hey, you go, ooh. And you say, you know what? I understand where you're at. God, let me show you the answer. Boom. Amen? Wow. It's interesting. I see many Christians, they look around in the world and they're freaking out. Oh my God, you see what's going on? Oh my, you guys really? The world is doing what is natural to the world. Oh my goodness. Says here, right? Over and over, Israel, here we go, here we go, up, down, up. What? America, what, we're 250 plus years old? Uh, Here we go. We were there, now we're going. It's no surprise. Guys, and the Word of God says we were once darkness. But when you abandon the Word of God, you're abandoning, you're abandoning in that light. You're abandoning the only way to be saved through Jesus Christ. Amen. Let me jump ahead here. You know, guys, let me, let me go to number four, the return to darkness. And I really want us to pay attention to these verses. Because, see, we see now with Peter's teaching here, they bear the deception. Because the only way, the only truth that we have is this. And if that comes against this, that is a lie. So, so I see many people. Well, it's pretty close to the word of God. <laughs> no, it's not. You change one letter in that scripture, you've distorted it. You've perverted it. You've changed the entire meaning of that scripture. And there's religions that do that. You guys know what I'm saying. The return to darkness. Second Peter chapter two verses eighteen through twenty-two. Peter says, for when they speak great swelling words of emptiness, they allure through the lust of the flesh, through lewdness, the ones who have actually escaped from those who live in error. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are slaves of corruption. For by whom a person is overcome, by him also he is brought into bondage. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world, through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and overcome. And the latter end is worse for them than the beginning. For it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than having known it. To turn from the holy commandment delivered to them. Verse 22. But it has happened to them according to the true proverb. And guys, I kind of wrestled with this because this was going to be my title. But I decided not to, okay? It kind of turned you off. Okay? A dog returns to his own vomit. Oh, you hear that preaching today? A dog returns to his own vomit. Yeah. I... <laughs> Change it, son. Change it. <laughs> a dog returns to his own vomit and a sow having washed to her wallowing in the mire. I really want to have that sink in because that 's where I was at. I was a dog returning to the vomit. I, you know i don 't want to get too graphic guys like I did the first one. <laughs> have you ever seen a sick dog he's like, ooh what's going on with Fido there he's like oh, he's... you know wow what 's that coming out? you know, but it doesn 't stop there, huh no he, he start, oh, he's oh he 's eating it again. <laughs> I'm sorry I ruined your lunch, okay? I'm just saying. You ever see uh, uh, that is a picture of what he's talking about here. It's interesting, saints, how when we come to Christ and we grow in the, the grace and, and the maturity of his spirit. How we see things of the world and they like, ooh, that's detestable. The things we used to do were, ooh. The places we used to go were like, nope. Oh, this can of beer was, nope. But when we abandon the word of God and we return, we start to return to the things we used to do. Oh, it's not so bad now. Come on, one beer ain't gonna do nothing, brother. Oh yeah, that bar, you know what? I'm trying to witness in there. I've heard it, I've heard it, I'm, <laughs> I've heard it. <sighs> These TV shows. Before we clicked it, changed the channel like that. Now we're like, oh, hey, baby. Returning to the darkness. The danger of that, the danger of that. Returning to the darkness, okay? That's what Peter's talking about here. That a dog returns to his vomit. You know, we see a clear picture of that in Romans chapter 1, verses 18 through 32. Let me tell you, if you want to live a life of sin, knock yourself out. So God says, go ahead. I love you. That's not my way. And we see, guys, we see the danger of that. Because we see here in Romans that what happens is God will leave you to that. He'll leave you to your debased mind. And now, and now it says in the scripture that, that you get to a point where you even invent ways of sinning. You guys see it in our culture today. I can't go to a, a commercial without seeing... Boy, they're not even subtle about it. They're just bummed. Like, boom. I pray my prayer for this year. I pray with all my heart, saints. As that we're faithful to the word of God, we're faithful and, and, and our eyes are open to see what God is doing. God is preparing the harvest. And for us as believers, if we're not ready, we're going to miss it. There's people out there, people you know, that need Jesus Christ. They're looking at this stuff going on. Hey, man, what's up with the government, bro? I don't know what to do. I pfft, I don't know where to place my trust in. I do. Right here. Right here. But how, saints, does that look when we don't place our trust in? Beware of the deception. I didn't get too political, did I? Forgive me. Don't give me any emails, Joe. I'm just saying. You know, guys, as we come for in for landing, I know I covered these verses quickly. 221 was rough. Painful even. 2022 is going to be even rougher for the church. And if you're not solid in your faith, if you're not solidly grounded in the word of God, you're going to suffer big time. We're all going to go through persecution, I guarantee you. And don't, oh, I'm, I'm being persecuted at work. You know, you put me on this different shift, man, I'm unpersecuted. That's not persecution. Okay. Persecution is when they put a gun to your head and say, hey, it's either this or your life. Here it is. Take me. Take me. I'm ready. I am ready. Beware of the deception. You know, for those listening through social media, I'm glad you tuned in. You may be in this situation, lost, confused. You know, maybe even you've you've had a relationship with Jesus Christ. And now it's not what it should be. You know it. He knows it. I pray. I pray where you're at. If you left the church, go back. Talk to the pastor and say, hey, you know what, man? I want to come clean. Not that we confess to a man. We don't. We confess only to Jesus Christ. Because he is faithful and just to forgive us. So if that's you listening to me, you know what? I'm struggling in my relationship, man. I'm I got one foot in the world, one foot in the church, you know. Ooh, that's danger zone. Because you're not living an example that God <laughs> desires for anyone. So my prayer, saints, as we go through this new year, embrace it. Embrace it with faith. People come to you saturated with fear, and they do. Don't mock them, don't make fun of their jabs or whatever. No. Hey, Joe, what gives you such a calmness, a, a peace about you, Jesus Christ? But I pray it's more than words. I know Joe's a man of faith. His lifestyle reflects faith in God. Do ours reflect that? Our children are watching all this calamity. What example are we setting Oh, did you get your little mouse, Timmy? Get your get your, get two of them. Come on, son, let's go. God's got us. We're good. We're good. Amen. I'm not saying, guys. I'm not saying go out there and lay guardrails or whatever. Okay? I'm just saying that. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. Look, I'm to you mind? I'm good. I'll come visit you. Okay, when you're sick, I'll come visit you. Okay. What example are we leaving for this next generation? Guys, 221, let me tell you. I pray Christ comes back. You know, man, but I pray, I pray that when he returns, he's going to see us doing the things that he's called us to do in faith, in faith. There's my son. There's my daughter. Yes. Do you want to be used of God? Truly. Because so let me tell you, this this is not a picnic here. This is not a part-time love affair with God. This is not a casual relationship. Many people come to church on Sunday. Hey, I'm good with God. With the rest of the week, they live like the devil. I'm good with God. No, you're not. Do you want to grow deeper in Jesus? What are you doing? You reading the Word? Well, I, I I I try. I don't have time, but you spend five hours with video games. Let's be those examples, those what I call the monuments of grace that people can see. Amen. Amen. Let's pray, Father. We thank you, my King, for this time, for this message, Lord. A reminder, Lord. A warning per se, Father. An eye opening warning. To beware of the deceptions that's out there, Lord. Some of it we can recognize, Lord. Some of it, it comes a little more camouflage. Help us, my King. To recognize it and, and Father, to, to expose it with the Word of God. We do thank you for this new year, Father. Help us embrace it with faith. Help us to minister to those that you have placed in our path. Help us to be found faithful when you return. We do pray, Lord. We do pray for the leadership of this nation. That, Father, you would convict their hearts and to save them. Because I know, we know that you love them too. Help us, my King. Help us to be the light of the world that you've called us to be. We thank you. We love you, my King. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Have a blessed week. Thanks for coming out. If you need prayer, please come on up. We'd love to pray with you.